0: Gosh, I, like, I forgot I even had that in my pack. This is, this is a spoiler, man. Uh, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd, I'd probably conquer him the forehead. Hey everybody. Jerry here with an exclusive offer for our loyal Kafaru cast listeners. Head on over to sheepfeetoutdoors.com and enter the code Kafaru20 at checkout. To save 20% off your next Sheep Feet purchase Again, that is Kefaru, the number 2 Followed by the number 0 At checkout To save yourself 20% off your next Sheep Feet purchase Now here's Aaron with Sheep feet. Welcome to Cast, everyone I am on the mic With my good friend and guy That has kept me in the mountains With jacked up feet and all uh, Caleb from SheepFeetOutdoors.com What's up man?
1: How much, Aaron? How are
0: you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I actually, uh, I've been announcing you as one of our partners. We never did that before until the last few podcasts, just because I, I, I believe in your products so much. Um, and I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, I should probably get you on the podcast to talk about some of the things that you offer and then the issues I have, how we've been able to work on those and fix them. Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and, and what Sheep Feet's all about and why you got started, The whole, you know, kind of top to bottom.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, um, I'm with Sheep Feet and what we do is we manufacture a custom orthotic for hunting boots and for everyday use, uh, eat have been in our family through generations. My grandpa was a podiatrist. Uh, my dad became an orthopist, and then he's been manufacturing orthotics for about 40 to 45 years now for doctors all across the country. And it was just a few years ago now see we're in our third year that I said, this is stupid because doctors charge so much money for a pair of orthotics, anywhere from 600 to $1,200. And we just saw a definitely a huge need in the hunting industry to, to go to the people in the hunting industry so that they could use it. Also make it more affordable for everyone because orthotics are just such a great thing that, that people can have.
0: That's just so, so like with with uh, with what you offer make sure I want to make sure like out of the gate people understand this is not uh, like a Sole orthotic or what you would go to rei or a mountaineering store you are actually taking the mold of someone's foot yeah um, kind of explain that process
1: yeah. yeah it's not at all just like an off-the-shelf insole or a dr. soul custom orthotic that they claim what we do is We have an impression kit, and it's this really, really light foam. And you push your your foot down into this foam, and it gives us a hole, but it's in the exact shape of your foot. So then when people send it back to us, we take this impression foam, and we pour it full of plaster paris. And when it hardens, we pull it out, and we have a replica of your foot. So we know exactly your arch depth. We know how wide your feet are, your heel depth with four foot everything cuz everybody's feet are completely different. So that's the hard part with like a sole or or any of these other off the shelf insoles is if you have a very specific foot type it can work for you. And they can be really good and they can make your boots a lot more comfortable. But there is a higher level and there are things that are a lot better and that is the custom orthotics that we manufacture. And once we have your foot, we know exactly the shape it is, then we're going to do the corrections to it that get your foot back to level position, and it's just anatomically exactly where the body's intended to be and If you are going to look at it perfectly and say the body's intended to be like this, that's where we get that foot back to that level position, and then we are going to heat press the foot frames right to it so that it's going to support your whole foot, support the weight of your body, support the weight of a big pack, and and help you with cutting down on injuries in the future and all sorts of fatigue when you're out hunting and through everyday work. So that is the difference between a custom orthotic is we're taking your foot and we are making this specifically to you, but also correcting your foot and just getting it back to where it's intended to be, which is what off the shelf insoles don't really accommodate for. So I'll
0: I'll dive in just a little bit about the um, issues that I've had uh, how I got them and uh, where I'm at now and then kind of base that off of what you were able to do for me. So initially I bought cheap boots and and no orthotics, you know, 20, 30 years ago, like everyone. And then I started getting better boots um, uh, or footwear in general, but no, no orthotic. Uh, and then I had this, uh, you know, there's certain people you will talk to in different industries that will tell you to wear, five fingers or it's okay to hunt in tennis shoes and things like that. And and for some people it may be what I have found for most people like myself, I didn't run around barefoot a whole lot. And as I later and later and later on in life, I didn't have maybe the strength in my foot that maybe, you know, an Aboriginal person or a native American would have, or just some kid that was always in bare feet. And so I went from wearing normal footwear, you know, boots to tennis shoes. And That caused, uh, well, a couple bone fractures, packing out an elk, as well as um, my arches, like, dropping. I gained size, like, I gained boot size. Well, uh, I also got plantar fasciitis. Now, after that, um, I I was able to um, start using some of the different orthotics that um, we had talked about, whether it be, I don't know, Soleil or whatever, some of the different ones, and they did okay, But I am pronated. I walk on the outsides of my feet badly. The fatty pads in my feet have worn out from um, too many miles. And then I also have a couple bone spurs um, on my feet. So then I was having issues with different parts of my body from, from that. And so what Caleb was able to do was the pad helps with the fatty pad being gone on the bottom of my foot the bone spurs, you were able to do a little bit of a notch, and then you were able to build up my uh, insole so I'm not as um, susceptible but to walking on the outsides of my feet. Um, Correct. Did I screw anything up there? I mean, that did cover all the stupid things I've done. How often are you dealing with guys like me, um, you know, the bone spurs, the pronated, the supernated, things like that? I mean, you can fix all of those things basically, can't you? or, or help yeah. somebody work on them.
1: Yeah. So, and we can, we can pretty much accommodate for that in the orthotic. Most of those things, uh, cause going back to your point, we, we experience all of these things like humanity. It's just everybody's feet are completely different. Like you said, if we were back in hunter gatherer times, we're all of those people back then are a lot leaner. No one's going to the gym, packing on that much muscle. No one's packing on that much fat. And our bodies are strong, but our feet just weren't really made to take that much weight unless you're strengthening them like you're doing when people go to the gym or doing those things. So a quick tangent that kind of goes with that, when, when there's people that think of a custom orthotic, there's two different ways that, that have been done. A while ago, it was really trendy in the medical industry to do a, a very, very supportive orthotic where they're taking your arch, and they're making it really, really high, and they're wrapping that orthotic really up around the feet, so it's more like a brace, which is going to start limiting mobility like a brace would. So then your feet aren't going to be as strong, and they're going to atrophy. So when we make our orthotics, it's trying to allow the body to work and function so the feet can stay strong, so it's less of that up around the sides. It's more we're taking up the foundation like we did with you, And getting those corrections so you roll outward you supinate so we're going to correct for that and we're going to do a stability wedge like we do with you that's going to keep you in that correct alignment if someone has uh, they roll in they pronate really heavily their arches are collapsing this is just so common with everybody so the orthotics that we make they are going to be up through your arch but they are still going to allow your feet to move and function and stay strong how they're supposed to because we never want to limit that mobility so Yeah, it's just everybody has these problems, whether it is a bone spur, we can do pressure relief pockets where we can cut it out actually in the the cushion so that you're not constantly pushing on that pressure point before it goes through the whole foot. Most anything it is, if anybody has any questions, just reach out to us, give us a call, send us an email, hit us up on the chat, and and we can call you and go over it and talk about your different options.
0: Gotcha. And uh, as far as options, talk about some of the different, because you have full length, Uh, orthotics all the way down. Talk about where someone would need one option over another for their specific needs or issues.
1: Yes, so we we offer two different types of orthotic. One is a half length uh, or three quarters, some people know them as, or a full length orthotic. So when someone is hunting and they're going to be using their orthotics for high intense activities, we always recommend that they go with the full length orthotic. What it does is the cushion from the orthotic, the plastic orthotic only goes up to the balls of the feet or your metatarsal heads, right in the middle there. So the, the cushion that goes out to the end of the toes is just cushion and it helps uh, add some comfort. But when you put that in your hunting boots, you're going to trim it to your hunting boot and it's going to become the brand new insole because you're going to take the stock insole out so it's not going to move around movement is something we're not really wanting when we're out hunting or doing these activities to cut down on blisters or a lot of other things fatigue so full length is always really good and we tell people you can rotate your full length as long as it's very similar in size through most of your hunting boots and a lot of times into your everyday tennis shoes the half lengths are really really good for just everyday shoes like a pair of if someone wears tennis shoes or light boots, whatever, and they're going to be rotating them through multiple pairs of shoes or boots, then the half-links are really, really good, but they can still move around because they're not traced to the exact shoe. So we, we want to stay away from those uh, for hunting, but I mean that we've talked with people that use them in their hunting boots, and they love them, the half lengths. So those are, there's just two different functions, but as far as the like supportive, corrective orthotic, it is the exact same on both the half length and the full length. The plastic piece, it's there's no difference. You're still getting the orthotic to be up in your arch, supporting your foot and keeping your foot in the correct position.
0: And one thing I'll add to this, you can hop on on the website, which is cheapfeetoutdoors.com, but you have videos uh, showing as far as like dropping bowling balls, um, onto the orthotic and things like that. But one of the things I noticed with your top coating, <coughs> excuse me, when you talk about, um, movement, you know, when, when you buy a, a cheaper boot, um, and, in and, and I'm only explaining this because of hot spots, as that leather stretches which most, most cheaper boots or leather do, or if you're wearing tennis shoes and you're side healing a lot, your foot is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, which causes hot spots. The top coating that you use seems very um, uh, conducive to kind of block some of those different hot spot issues. I've I've noticed it myself. My boots fit, I you know, f- pretty dang well, and I don't have to worry about hot spots all the time, but your feet get sweaty, you're wearing a thicker sock maybe, and you're side hilling back and forth all day. That shearing back and forth, why don't you explain your top coating and some hot spots, like how that happens, what you can do to fix it? Is there an issue? Is that normal? Um, you know, from your experience dealing with customers and, and, uh, and obviously your families.
1: Yeah, so the materials that we're using, the the top, the Dura cover, is that's what it is made for. Um, each different layer of cushion has a specific function to complete the overall system. The, the top layer of the Dura cover, the camo part, is a very very soft foam that it's a 16th of an inch but we want that 16th of an inch of foam to actually pack down a little bit and pack out to your specific spots because if there's nothing holding your foot in place you are going to get that movement just like you said and you're going to start to get those hot spots so as you wear your sheep feet for uh, a week or or two or moving forward Um, it's going to actually pack out just a little bit in that 16th of an inch, and it's going to allow the heavy pressure points of your foot to actually sit down in that foam once you're wearing it, which is just going to hug the foot a little bit more. Uh, and I'm talking obviously on, on a very smaller level, but it's just going to hug those areas that you need it. And when you are starting to side hill and you're doing these movements, Instead of it just being flat, it's going to kind of wrap up and around and and uh, help cut down on a lot of that. And then the, the extreme curl cushion, like you said, with the bowling ball drops, the videos, we are actually just launching our brand-new cushion, and it's just an upgraded model. that's It's, it's going to cut down on a ton of shock absorption, just like the old um, model that we were using as a cushion, but we've actually put some spring back in it. So that when you are taking those steps or you're standing for long periods of time, it's going to give you some spring back and just help generate some more energy back. So, and this, some people think this is all boring. It is to most people, but we're building the overall system to to cut down on a lot of these fatigues and small little things that can ruin a hunt when you're out there that, that you don't want.
0: Yeah. I can tell you it's not boring for people that have foot problems. Um, for people that don't and and that's some of the battle I don't say battle but some of the different um you know I cuz I I suggest the CP to everyone um you know hey I'm 45 and I've I've never had a custom orthotic and I wear standard insoles and everybody should and it's like well I I have no doubt that specific person is telling the truth I've just found that to be more the exception than the rule and when you're, you know, talking about feet again, if somebody has run barefoot most of their life, they're at a different, they're, they're not this, they're, they're certainly not like me. Most people have tennis shoes, right? Like When they're born, when, right. when they're kids and then they have boots. And if they work construction, they probably have steel toe boots and they're on, uh, you know, concrete all day or, or, you know, whatever. And your foot is technically, and I'm not a doctor, somewhat I mean maybe getting weaker or not strengthening in certain ways it should if you were running barefoot it's just if you're having foot problems and and you've got a buddy that says hey go walk around you know you need to start wearing five fingers and tennis shoes when you're hunting I have found that to be really really bad advice I think you should so throw flip-flops on and wear tennis shoes to the archery range or around to get some mobility to your foot but I, you sh- I, I mean, I guess I'm saying this asking you for your opinion at the same time. Everyone I know that has tried to wear tennis shoes and, 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 and things like that in, uh, in mountain terrain long term has major problems. Um, and it may not be for 10 years, but when they have them, it's a problem that does not go away easy. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? A little bit more in depth from what you've already
1: talked about. Yeah. And there's there's always going to be exceptions to these things. Like when I say things I don't I'm not dealing in an absolute. But I agree with you hundred percent. There's people when you're out hunting, hunting is an activity when you have a pack on your back that is much more extreme than anything that we are doing in our day to day life. So if you're someone that's running in five fingers or barefoot running or doing these things, your feet are gonna be a lot stronger and they're they're if they can go out and hunt with it, kudos to them. One of the biggest things we tell people when we're talking to them is, hey, what are you feeling with your body? You'll know what your body can take. How is it feeling? So if they can go out and do it, then great. For 98% of the population, I don't think it's it's doable unless they can physically go do it. And they're like, yeah, this is working. But it's just not one of those things that, that I think is doable, nor do I think you should pursue that route if you haven't. And you're like, maybe I should try it. Would probably caution you not to go down that route, just because if you're out hunting, the terrain's steep, your your feet's fatiguing, your body is, you're hiking for miles and miles with a heavy pack loaded more than you're used to, like that's where things start to compound, and that's where accidents start to happen and injuries start to occur. Plantar fasciitis is just a, one of the most common injuries with the feet the tissue on the bottom of the feet, if you start stretching that out, you'll start tearing it. It's very easy to get. And it's a bitch once you have it. So there's just so many little things that I don't think it's a smart idea at all, but if someone can do it and they've trained that way, then great, great for you. But for the majority of people, I, I do not think they should be doing it. it. One thing
0: I've tried to start doing recently. Well, I say recently in the last year or two, cause I'm in boots all the time. I love boots. I, I'm in flip-flops right now cuz I'm trying to get better about uh the day to day and and a lot of my mountaineering buddies and, I, and I'm talking like real mountaineering uh guy like guys that you know you see on yeah. TV they're like yeah man just wear flip-flops when you're not uh, you know out in the woods like you know you're you're at the house wear flip-flops or wear tennis shoes or whatever let your feet breathe let them flex a little bit um but they yeah. they say the same thing and I'm not saying all of them do but they're like you know when you have crampons on or you have 100 pounds on your back you're constantly climbing straight up a hill. You're getting fatigue in your legs when your foot's flexing so much as well. And so I'm not saying wear a mountaineering boot like I do. I wear a pretty stiff boot. But overall, what I've found it's worked best where I'm not getting as much issues with my calves as well as my feet. When I get home or if I'm shooting in my front yard and I'm walking back and forth to the target, yeah, I got flip-flops or tennis shoes on. Uh, just let my feet flex a little bit. Not, not for long, long periods of time. I put a custom orthotic in my tennis shoe. I always have it in there because I am so paranoid about running into issues. Because what you were talking about, one of the worst mistakes I've made as far as gear goes was wearing tennis shoes and short gaiters elk and mule deer hunting. Because it wasn't when I was hunting that was that bad. It was the pack out that crushed me And the one year I tried it. I packed out four bulls and I had plantar fasciitis so bad when I would get out of bed and my feet would touch the ground. I'm pretty sure pee dripped out the tip every it hurt so bad. And what it was explained yeah. to me is it started to heal and then you're tearing it again the moment you step down. I think that's how it was explained to me. What yeah. would have fixed that was a custom orthotic normal footwear and then, yeah, just let my feet air out during the day, right? I mean, you you can lay around camp with your feet hanging out, let them air out, let them flex a little bit. Um, that would be my suggestion. It sounds like yours as well.
1: Yes, for sure. Uh, and just because someone wears a custom orthotic or insoles, it does not mean you shouldn't do things to strengthen your feet. It's no different than the rest of your body. People go to the gym, they train. Uh, you can roll your feet out. You can stretch your feet you can do different things you should always be doing those things a custom orthotic is just there to assist you in the activities that you want to do and through your everyday to prevent injury i wore custom orthotics ever (laughs) since i was little growing up my whole life i had them through some high school sports afterwards hunting and i never had any really injuries no foot problems never had a problem with boots fitting properly uh as far as comfort goes. um, But yeah, and that that was the whole idea which led it to sheep feet on why hunters need these things. Custom orthotics, just because keep your feet strong, but also they're just here to assist us just like a good backpack or a good frame in a pack is, is there to assist your body in packing out an animal. Well, your feet are taking the brunt of the impact and the brunt of the work of the whole entire hunt. Just help support them. And it will allow you to go farther and cut down on a lot of injuries in the future.
0: Gotcha. I'm going to grab some water uh, real quick, but but while I'm leaving, so you have something to talk about. Can you walk people through the from beginning to end and have some common variables in that equation that that people maybe some questions that they have? You know, from the moment they get the box, how they do it and then what you walk them through as far as what they may need. Just so people know what, you know, that are listening in, what to expect when they, when they go to order, if you could do that.
1: Absolutely. So when someone gets on the website, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go into the shop page, and you're going to see the full length and the half length orthotic. When, you're, when you click into the orthotic, this is one of the most common questions that we get from people, is how do I know how thick to go with the cushion? And how do I know whether to use the heel stabilizer or not? So the cushion, the reason why we set it up this way is everybody fits their boots differently. If you're someone that fits your boots true to size, uh, more on the snug side, then the last thing we want to do is you try and get double cushion, and you're going to fill up your boots and fill up your toe box and start rubbing on the sides of your toes, maybe the tops. And that's what we don't want. So we recommend if you're true to size, go with single cushion that's gonna be very, very close to the standard stock insole that's inside your boots. And then double cushion, it is three 16ths of an inch thick, so very similar to the same but density as most off the shelf insoles like a superfeet or uh, or or other ones. So that will work with anybody that is fits their boots a little bit big or a half size big where they can layer socks um, so that's where we would say, if you go with double cushion, you should be good to go. And the heel stabilizer, it just goes on the back of your orthotic. It doesn't lift your orthotic up anymore. It just eliminates any side-to-side moving. So it's really, really good in side-hilling or steep, uneven terrain. It helps support your, your heel, your ankle, from doing some of that pronating, rolling in or rolling outwards. Uh, but if you're someone that doesn't, really pronate or roll out in or out very hard and you can tell by looking at the bottom of your boots or shoes uh, about halfway up above the heel if it's wearing uneven off to one side a good idea to have it if it's not it's not needed and you wouldn't really need the heel stabilizer or want it if you're running a very extreme mountaineering boot like a five out of five Uh, Scarpa, La Fortiva, uh, some of these that have very aggressive heel pockets and the back of the boot actually forward slope. That's one instance that we would recommend leaving it off just to allow you to have as much room as possible in that heel. So once you've picked between your cushion thickness and the heel stabilizer, that's really all you need. There's another column for advanced options for people that have orthotics or problems recommended from a podiatrist or some of the things that Aaron and I have talked about earlier. Uh, just get a hold of us if you've got some some crazy things going on with your feet and we can figure it out from there but then once you purchase you check out that's all there is to it so after that we will ship you out the impression kit and it will come in the mail there will already be a prepaid mailing label in the box so there's a qr code on there you just scan it watch the video on the website we explain how to take the impression and this isn't something that that is really scary. Uh, as long as you follow the video, you're not going to screw it up. And once you're once you're done with the impression, you just slap the label on it, send it back to us. Then our standard production time is around 15 working days, so about three weeks to manufacture this orthotic. But that can vary depending on how many orders and how much we have in at the time. Uh, so our production gets pushed back. Sometimes it gets pushed back to four or five weeks. Due to the fact that everybody's foot, we have to take the same amount of time on it to get it corrected. It's not something we can really speed up, so we have to take that that process really seriously. So that's kind of it. Then we'll go through, we'll get the corrections, we'll build it, and then we'll ship it back to you, and then all you have to do is take out your insole, trim around the, the front of the orthotic, the cushion, and then flip it in your boot, and you are good to go. So...
0: Um, having, you know, kind of gone over that, what are some of the crazier things that you've had to deal with since you started? Um, obviously you don't need to mention anybody's name. Um, you can mention mine as much as you want, cause I know my feet are all jacked up, but some of the, I guess some of the worst and then the most common issues you're seeing.
1: So some of the worst, which are some of the most fun, I think, uh, we do, uh, we've done a lot of like amputees where, where people have either been in the military or they just had toes amputated where they actually have a bunch of toes missing. Uh, those ones are fun because we get to actually fill that part of the orthotic. So their foot, instead of it just moving around in the shoe, it's almost like it's filled in the absence spots where the toes were. Those are some of the really cool, really fun ones uh, that we get to, to, to make because it's just more custom, more fun. Uh, a lot of, like yours, um, a lot of people with high arches will, will supinate, which means your foot rolls outward. And we do a lot of sort of like lateral wedges to, to keep that orthotic from rocking to help combat that. Um, a lot plantar fasciitis, uh, we have an actual specific pad for that, that goes around the heel. It wraps around it and then it goes up through the arch to give you extra cushion. That's, that's really good to apply, rep, apply some extra pressure in the arch and, and give it the relief in the heel to help nip plantar fasciitis uh, and cut out people with, with drop metatarsal heads. Metatarsalgia is a really common one. It just means you've got problems with your metatarsals. Either they dropped or, or something's happening. So we, we get to make actually like pockets for the, the one ball of the foot that's dropped down farther for it to actually sit down in so that the rest of the foot can contact instead of it contacting on that specific spot before the before the whole rest of the foot does and it's taking that weight load in that one point which can hurt a ton of people and neuropathy is another big one Our Morton's neuroma um, we use metatarsal pads to lay out the balls of the feet which then gives you more circulation which can cut down on that numbness that tingling and a lot of that comes from just tight boots from people compacting their foot in a boot or a shoe that's too tight and it needs the the circulation in there. So there's just, there's so many different things we can do for whatever people have the problems going on with their feet that can just bring a lot more normalcy back to their life that thought they were just going to live with this forever.
0: Gotcha. Well, what is the, um, uh, but you know whatever we're hitting about thirty minutes, which is where I thought this would be about perfect because uh, I-, I wanted to kind of get the the big picture out. What cost wise, I I know for custom orthotics before I met you, I was looking at eight to twelve hundred bucks because I had a lot of um different um options and variances in the price. Other than you know you look at it was like oh they're between four and eight hundred. Well, four hundred would be like you know how you do the oil change or like. Like brakes, ninety nine dollars for brakes. It's yeah. never ninety nine dollars, yeah. right? What price wise? What are general generally what someone's looking at? Like, what's the average cost of these out the door?
1: So your average cost is going to be around with everybody is around two forty, two fifty. That's the average cost. We start it, um, and it's a it's kind of build it as you go. So we can fit it to every person's foot specifically in the boot and everything. But, so depending on if you go single cushion, double cushion, how many custom accommodations you have for foot problems, those types of things, the most expensive full length pair is a 275. So that kind of gives you the top and then the half length pairs start at like 180 and then go up from there depending on what you put on it.
0: Gotcha. Well, do you have anything else you want to add, uh, for the you know listeners as far as uh maybe something to think about, um, or or expect when ordering or whatever whatever you're used to dealing with that they need to think about?
1: Uh, not really. We we know it can be kind of a, a higher price point when you look at it for just a quote unquote insole that people think they're putting in the boots, but it's not. There's such a long labor intensive process that goes into these things and if you're a hard hunter you're going through multiple pairs of insoles a year uh and the price in the long run after a few years is going to be cheaper most of the time than than you running just an an off-the-shelf insult so it's a really good investment to get into even if you don't have major foot problems the injury prevention and the fatigue that it cuts out uh it is by far one of the best things you could do for your hunting boots to, to complete that system and to get a lot more comfort. But yeah, just check us out. Give us, give us a look. We're on social media on um, Sheep Feed Outdoors on Instagram and Facebook. And then the website, like you already said, Aaron, is sheepfeedoutdoors.com And if anybody has any questions, just reach out to us. Uh, we'll talk to you on the phone and we can go over what's, what's going to be best specifically for you.
0: Gotcha. Well, man, I can't thank you enough. Obviously, you know, all the problems I've had um, with my feet, which is one of the reasons I, I, you know, shout you guys out so often is it is it it has saved me a lot of pain. And I wish I would have done it earlier. So I, I really appreciate the friendship as well as, you know, helping me walk from A to B and not be in pain. So thank you. Thank you very much.
1: No problem. We we definitely appreciate you letting me come on here yeah no and taking the time
0: of course no problem at all and uh yeah anybody that's got questions uh yeah caleb gave all the info out there and i strongly encourage everyone especially if you have problems to get some custom orthotics from from sheep so thanks again man thanks for everybody tuning in and uh yeah i'll talk to you soon enough
1: okay thank you